welcome to the Mary Not Friends podcast. I'm Doug Ward, and with me, as always, now against her will because we're legally bond. Bond. We're legally bond. Bond. We're legally bond. I just sounded like Yoda. Did you hear that? We're legally bond. We're legally blonde. Not legally blonde. We're legally bond. Oh, I should make an alcoholic beverage. Do you want to stop and make an alcoholic beverage? No, I have tea on already. It's too late. It's Mary Pat Ward. <laughs> that was very long-winded, huh? That was good. Did you even, uh, did you say who you were? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, because you're just instantly always annoyed when I start talking. Well, no, I let you do the introduction because my mistake, I tried to do the introduction the first couple weeks. You're because like, every time you do it, it wordy. sounds like you're reading it. Why do you have to read it? Just say it. I did just say it. I'm no, sorry, you wanted... you're like... Yeah, guess what? It didn't sound like that fucking piece of shit that you just did. <laughs> it sounded like a bunch of craziness that happened in the introduction. It's because you're not fun. So, we have been listening to podcasts lately. I always listen to podcasts. Okay, alright, whatever. Okay, I get it. You've been doing it for a hundred years before the internet even started. Whatever. Yeah, I know. Anyway. During the old talkie time. <laughs> anyway, they do the intro. There's an intro section, and they kind of explain what it is so that, like, first-time listeners or whatever understand it. That's all I was trying to, like, figure out in the beginning. That's all I just wanted to say. And so we still haven't, like, landed on that. Like, we even explain. All we do is immediately start arguing. So I'm with people... I. I'm hoping just assume they're like, oh, they must be a couple. Because, like, who else fucking argues like this? Why? Yes, because why would we want anyone in our audience to even say anything about our podcast? Right. Why would we want people to understand what the podcast is? Or even talk to us about it. Listen to it. Or want us to even. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is that what you're going to do? You're going to do the opposite, so hopefully it happens. And someone out of spite, they're like, did he say he didn't want someone to answer? Then that's what I'm going to do. You know, I had a good analogy today for for trolls on the internet. Because I was kind of being a troll on the internet today. (laughs) Um, Do you ever see that video of the car that stops right in the middle of the highway because it missed the off-ramp? Right. And it literally backs up into oncoming traffic. It jackknifes a truck, makes a car flip over, and then just pulls off the exit ramp like nothing happened. That's what a troll is. Causes as much distract destruction as possible, and then takes off. I yes. guarantee any troll that starts starts stuff on the internet goes and hits, turns off the notifications on that comment. Oh yeah. Because they're like, I don't care what happens after this. Right. I made my comment. I've done my damage. But then there's like the assassin trolls who are like, they stick to that shit like. Yes, ninjas. Flies on poop. Is that something that you can say now? I'm always very, you know me, I'm like super cognizant. Like, can you say stuff like ninjas now or is that like a thing? Ninjas are real. No kidding. I didn't know if it was like a, like ninjas. Like, is there some sort of connotation with that or whatever? I don't when think you so. say ninja. I don't think so either. Viking. But... Want to go Viking? Whoa. You want to go... Like a Viking? No, I will never say that. That doesn't even make sense in any sort of context. Anyway. want to go... Anyway, whoa. We're completely getting off topic. Troll. I just stick with troll. Yeah. But you were saying, like, what? Stop. (laughs) You're annoying me. I'm getting annoyed. I feel my face getting hot. Stop. 
<laughs> so this is supposed to be our spooky Halloween episode. Yeah. And we didn't even go there. Not yet. But we will be. We're arguing about it. We're almost five minutes in and we haven't mentioned anything about the, what we're doing today. No, we're just already arguing. It's going to be a full two hours, so buckle in. Buckle, oh, that's it, tell them, so they're like, done? Like, they, <laughs> they're like, two hours? four minutes, boop, done. That seems like a lot of work. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> so it's our spooky special Halloween episode. Brought to you by Zero Sponsors. <laughs> it's actually good, because I don't like commercials. Oh my god. Yeah, the worst thing that could happen to us is if we get a sponsorship. Damn the man. Save the empire. Save the empire. All right. Oh, my tea's ready. Oh, my tea. My tea. So, for the next two hours, we're going to be going over everything we love about fall, Halloween. Yeah. And the fact that this year, instead of going 125% like we normally do for the holidays we're and going the zero? and stuff like that. We're not going zero. We're going like 25%. You're like, like you're ready I, to go. I, you're ready to go full haunted. I was house. ready to board up the house and be like, "We're not even. Oh, we're not even turning the lights on Halloween night." Stop. We'll get into that in a little bit. Don't get me going. You're gonna get me going. It's just so, so. It's so hard this year. I know. Well, we're gonna get into that. I have that as a thing. So shh. Sh we have so, to start having a, a some sort of structure. No, we don't. Us. Well, not like you know what I mean. Like something. So, we are actually at the say tail end of our quarantine oh they don't even know that part yet okay so let's so, take a step back so here's what happens this is what ha happened monday morning well we have to watch with this douglas yeah i know <laughs> oh my goodness monday, monday morning right yes um <laughs> probably I... like 10 yes you come into the room and i'm asleep you are, yeah, asleep. And you're like, babe. <laughs> no, I don't think you said babe. I think you said Doug. No, I would not have said Doug. See, that's why I, I say it in my head that way because I, I like to think you took it a little bit more serious. No, I was probably like, babe. Like, babe. No, you were you were definitely more serious. Than babe. You're like, babe. I woke up. You're like, there's a possibility that I was exposed to COVID again. <laughs> again. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And you're like, somebody I worked directly with got a positive test. Correct. So automatically, like, I mean, the last time that happened, it was uh, a spot removed. So it was yeah. somebody you work with is living with, lives with somebody who got a positive yeah. test, which ended up being a negative positive test, like a false negative, false positive test. No, that was not what happened at all. Oh, so it was a positive test. It was test. a positive test, but the and person it, I was directly connected with tested negative, negative. okay okay mm -hmm. got it so trace test which is like for i mean it's only been marked right yeah. we see systems in place for vaccinations that have taken generations so yeah. it's clear we still don't have clear guidelines right i mean there's a whole government thing going on with that but even at like on where they actually believe in science there still isn't clear guidelines right about you know trace testing it, it it's more clear if you're positive and then, like, who are the people that you were around, right. right? But say if you're one removed, so person is positive, you possibly could be positive. You're you're scheduled for a test. You're going to have a test as soon as you can. Then you have to wait for the results. 
that's where it gets a little tricky. What is your responsibility? Right. You're an assumed positive. Right. Um, because a person that you write. But, I mean, it's still weird because it's within, you know, the context of where I work and everything. We have to wear masks. Right. We, we do the social distancing thing where, like, we take turns. It just happened to be we, because of an event that was taking place. Um for work, we needed to be in, in a shared space. We usually aren't, though. Right. Or yeah. we're not, you know, that there's a distance. So we were closer, but we were still doing the whole mask thing. We weren't, like, overly with each other, but there were moments where we were exchanging paperwork or, you know, getting ready for something or other. And so we had moments where we were in closer contact. Still masks, though. So, right. But it shows that it works because right. here's a person that is positive, but because they were wearing a mask and we were doing the right thing, no one right. around, like, in the work context right. doing the social distancing thing, no one has come up positive. Right. So there's something to be said. A positive person who is doing the social distancing thing, wearing the mask, it's possible that they won't infect people if they're, if they're doing the right thing. I think everybody, if everybody just followed the guys, as crappy as it is, as annoying as it is, yeah. there's not a single person who wants to do any of this. No. But the problem is... Everybody has to do it. Right. And the, and the other problem is the people because who... Because 99% of the people can do it, and if 1% doesn't, we're screwed. Right. We're never going to get back to normal because there's always going to be a weird... Fa like, like that factor, like that, that effect that's always going to take a, you know, a formula, if you will, and then just completely right. mess it up. Because apparently, like, science and doctors are stupid and... Right don't know anything and unfortunately health has become politicized on both sides yeah on both sides so there we go anyway i don't want to get into politics this time but so anyway we've been under quarantine this week yeah um real shitty for so many reasons right we're missing out on a friend's wedding right um my mom 25 years ago today passed away right so this podcast my sister was going to be a part of. Yeah. We had gotten a little campfire at uh, Roba's, which is like a pumpkin patch, and they do the thing there. Yeah. But they're doing social distancing with prepaid tickets and the whole thing. So as a very small unit of seven, we weren't going like full crazy. We were going to be able to kind of honor her in that way and be together. But because of quarantine... I didn't I didn't know if I was going to get a positive test, right? So you kind of like have to put it out there yeah. and and your plans change. Yeah. So when you're talking about a wedding, could we have waited, but that's kind of crappy to do to somebody. Yeah, right. And I didn't want to wait until the end of the week right. to find out, you know, that we had it even with no symptoms, like we we shouldn't be around people. Right, yeah. Right. So with all of that being said, but the only good thing that I did come out of it is that the campfire and tickets are not going to waste. Right. They are going to a family that otherwise would not have had the opportunity through the Catherine McCauley Center. Yes. Um, and so what time is it? Oh, they're already there enjoying their time. How amazing is that? It's good. Very exciting. Yeah. Family of seven, a campfire. They are going to get snacks and food tonight and all of those amazing things. We are so, like, it stinks. I'm like, I wish I was there tonight, and I wish my sister was up and stuff. We've had, so, I mean, even in this crappy time, it's all about perspective. Yeah. We've had so many amazing experiences. Right. This will not, I'm, you know, will not be the last time 
that we don't that we have that opportunity yeah so if that gets to be for someone that that maybe has had a bad year i can't imagine struggling in the world of covid right struggling uh, you know normally. 15 years ago normally was i can't imagine doing it with all of this so yeah. i'm glad that someone else's night you know hopefully will will be a little less stressful um and that they're enjoying themselves right especially outside which is really the only way you can do it now yeah especially with a lot of little kids so fall fall is a very exciting time for us um it is my favorite season because i'm a basic white bitch <laughs> i love fall pumpkin lattes scarves hoodies fires i love all of it <laughs> and always have even before it was a meme before it was a thing. Yeah, I love the fall. When I was a little emo kid that was like, love dead leaves. I'm going to crunch in them. It sounds like people's hearts dying. Like, oh my God. when I loved it then. And I love it now as a basic Karen mom. <laughs> Karen mom. So, Halloween episode spooktacular. So, oh boy. Um, we have uh, our structure loosely based different things we are introducing something new this evening do we want to talk about that now or just wait we'll wait okay so um up first is our sharing the television and how we share uh, tv do you so i'm ready are we ready so we want to talk about the things that we share during the halloween season but let's talk about this how about the Charlie Brown scandal that is taking place yeah. right now? Let's talk about it a little bit. Do you want to give a little background so, to that? So the Char Charlie Brown special has been uh, playing on ABC? I believe so, yes. So it's been The Great Pumpkin. Yes. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And is there a Christmas one? Yeah. I don't think it's as popular. What? I think the, the Christmas special? I think, I think the, the Charlie Brown Christmas tree? I think, the, okay, but I get that. But I think the Thanksgiving one is more popular. Than With the, the popcorn and the yeah, toast? right. That's hard. If we had a, if you had to grade the three, I don't know. Because there are special moments in each that I think are yeah. so uh, uh, pop culture, like iconic, yeah, right? right? The Halloween and Great Pumpkin. Mm -hmm. You're looking at that Thanksgiving popcorn toast that table although there's a scandal within the thanksgiving one too we'll wait that should be around thanksgiving that's a great one and then christmas although i love the christmas one but yeah. it is the charlie brown christmas tree that in itself is iconic right right that yeah. idea that that chuck can't get ahead even when it comes to a christmas tree yeah so Poor iconic chuck. You don't even need the gang around. You see that tree, you yeah. know exactly what that what right. that symbolizes and what it is. We have that tree. We do have, have that little, tree. tree. And we love our little tree. So So they've been playing it on TV in succession, like you know, Great Pumpkin around Halloween. Yeah. And Thanksgiving around Thanksgiving and It's a big night. They usually do maybe two or three different episodes since the 60s. Since the 60s. And then, you know, I think, so you have, like, the Frosty the Snowman, right? right. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, those, like, weird stops. Stop-motion animation. Weird yeah. things that are nightmarish and awesome at the same time. Yeah. And they would do them in blocks sometimes, right? Like, you would get it, like, coming up. So it would be an hour or two worth of those kind of specials. Right. Which was such a big deal. Especially pre-DVD. I would say. Now yeah. I think it's a, it's still scandalous to me what is taking place. It is. It definitely is. But it 
at least with DVDs now, you can get like the whole pack of them sometimes. There's a way to get them outside of that. But for so many years, and right. even now, it's a nostalgia factor. Even if we have it on DVD, if we have the chance to watch it, we'll watch it with the commercials. It's something that like, it's a shared experience. I don't know if you remember, because I remember it definitely wasn't like a pay channel. It right. was like ABC, NBC. Yes, yeah, always. But you'd only see certain things on during the holidays. Not necessarily holiday movies, but I remember specifically around uh, Thanksgiving they would have Wizard of Oz. March of the Wooden Soldiers played very specific. And that was the only time, I know it's hard to believe, that was the only time in a year you would ever see those movies right. without having to a, own a VCR that was a couple hundred dollars. Right. Own the, the cassette, which was easily almost a hundred dollars at the time. Right. So you'd be looking at $600 just in the player and the tape. Sure. So you were waiting for Christmas to it come around or, ho- or yeah. a holiday to come around to, to watch like Sorry. The Wizard of Oz or right. March of the Wooden Soldiers or even though you hate it, it's a wonderful life. Uh, <laughs> jump. Jump. Stop. Sorry. Sorry. I can't stand that story. I don't know why. It just sets me off. So find out this year that one of the companies that I feel is trying to take over the world, <laughs> Apple, yes, has purchased the rights yes, and everything about them yes, and have now yanked them away from, from us from being played on any of those channels. Regular channels. So if you want to see them, you have to be in Apple Plus TV. Yeah, only person. on certain streaming services. So can you imagine for the first time in decades... Little kids can't just watch that on TV. Right. Like, what is wrong with you? Could you imagine if it happens this year that A Christmas Story is bought by one of those major corporate companies and it's not played on TBS for 24 hours? Like 24 hours? But think about it. That is some, like, villain, yes, level crap. That is something that you would see. That's like some Grinch shit. Yes, where he's like, ha, 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 I'm taking these and putting it on a streaming service. We're going to make you pay for something that was free before. You know what's really crappy? Really in the time of COVID where, like, everyone is stuck home. Like, really, is this a good time to be doing that? They don't care. Ugh. I, I think it's kind of gross. I would, like, they couldn't play it once, and then on the streaming services, you can get it whenever you want, right? Like, that's the whole... Yeah. But they're not. Nope. I think it's funny because for some reason it makes me think of that show Undercover Boss that makes the these people who make those decisions right. go down and work at one of those minimal paying jobs. Yeah. Make them work at a genus bar mm-hmm. that they have to like interact with customers that already aren't happy with their product. Right. And are just there to, to berate you because, you know, of somebody that you work for that you really have no invested interest in, but... You know, if you're one of those corporate guys, yeah, they're talking exactly about what you believe in and what you built, which is shitty technology with an even shittier motive. Right. This is bad. I think this is, like, bad, bad business. Right. Really? You're going to take out, like, it's an institution at this point. And you're going to be like, ha, 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 let's twiddle my mustache and take that away. That is really crappy and gross. I don't even know what to say about it. It's crappy and gross. (laughs) Right. It's just like <laughs> across the board, crappy and gross. Um, and and that's and that's pretty much that. Which is sad because comparatively in this world right now, 
it's terrible. But like you're like ah, like, right? Like yeah. any other year, people would be like f- freaking out. Yeah. The fact that this terrible thing that has taken place is is like a sand in an hourglass of terrible things this year. I just think it's funny how quickly like it just shows. I think. It began with cell phones or just instant gratification or how fast we get things now. We don't get anything, like, traditional anymore. Like, a good example is at the beginning of COVID, look how many people were willing to, oh, for free and give people time and yeah. and give pay and, oh, stimulus check in a month. And now it's like, eh. Yeah. Nobody cares anymore. It's old news. Oh, uh, we're well because we're just so burned out. Well, I did the post this week. Does do people remember yeah. when, like in the beginning, we stood outside with pots and pans when it was like the witching hour for like medical professionals? Yeah, like to let them know that like we cared for them. Yeah, that's it's been a couple of months since anyone gave a shat. Yeah, someone's like, we'll spit on a nurse now. It's like yeah. them coming back from Vietnam at this right. point. They're like, ew. Ugh, a nurse. Never mind. Like, what happened to all of that goodwill? It's because we use it up all at once. Yeah. Instead of just doing a normal amount of appreciation or whatever, right. we go, like, freedom fries right away with stuff. Yeah. And then, like, we just burn out. Right. So now people are like, not only are we not appreciative of healthcare workers, right. uh, there are people openly flaunting, like, let's, instead of, like, burning books, they're burning masks. Like, yeah. ha, 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 we're going to put people at risk. Yeah. You cared so much about those health workers just a couple of months ago. Now you're like, forget about it. We ho- hope the whole world burns. Woohoo! Yeah. So yeah, crazy. I, I, that's the thing I don't I don't understand. You know, you get so caught up in the bullshit of it, of it all. Yeah. And the beginning, it's all raging fire. Everybody cares, and pots and pans, and essential workers, and you know. Not no mo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the way into work. Um, banners, mm-hmm. we have banners, banners on the wall, signs reminding us to be smart, be right. safe, you're essential. Right. But that's the only place we're told we're essential. <laughs> no place in the world tells us we're essential. Right. Because we're so far removed from being essential. We're not in the stores. Right. We're not in a hospital. But, like, we're part of the chain. Although I appreciate the fact when we were grocery shopping at the big bad place yeah you know yeah and they found out that you were a distribution worker the uh, the very sweetly the other worker was like "Ooh, i'm sorry <laughs> which made me laugh very hard uh, which was very and all i can really say is i get it <laughs> yeah i, I get it was it. like "Ooh, i'm sorry i was like wow that's crazy isn't it crazy that the store workers are like "Ooh, we're sorry right it used to right that's <laughs> it used to what be i the mean other way around it used to be because that was like a high right higher paying wages more a uh, fringe benefits if you will yeah. now they're like "Ooh, that's bad yeah uh, I hear foots. Shh. 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 Oh my God. Remember when we used to hear we pretended that we were asleep? Yeah. We just felt sick. Or my favorite once in a while, I would get super crazy and pretend I was a zombie and it it would freak her her out. (laughs) Stop. It's not funny anymore. It's not funny. And I would like go long enough. What are you going to, what are you doing? Making dinner. No. No. You're going to wait. No. Why not? Because we're recording right now. What are you going to be making all sorts of... Walk away. 
You really think that that's necessary right this second. But then you saw it. And then you saw it. She was going to go through the thing. Yeah. Did you stop it? No, I added a flag. Oh. Why? To edit this part out. No. Yeah, no. I'm editing this part Why? out. Why? Because this is ridiculous. No, it isn't. This is this is what it's like. Oh my god. Living with a teenager, oblivious. We were. She knows that we're recording. But then you recognized it, and you were still gonna go and like pots and pans and microwave and stuff. I can't. She now she's gonna be like passive aggressive and yelling out stuff. Indignant. You are not taking this out. Okay. It's living there. It's living in that spot forever. And don't group talk from the living room. <laughs> what? Exactly. You're not a part of this episode. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, it's our Halloween episode. <laughs> Shh. Don't tell her. What? <laughs> um, so, let me ask. So, going back to... Uh, all of that. So we know the iconic, right? Oh, Garfield had a Halloween. Yes. And a Thanksgiving. Yes. So we have those as well. I don't think well. Garfield had a Christmas, though. I don't, I don't remember a Garfield Christmas one. Um, were there other movies? So for us, Big in This Household is Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Um, I had is, she kind of watched it with me, but I watched Halloween Town for the first time <laughs> in a hot minute. Love that Debbie Reynolds. Love that. <clears throat> and because there's a couple of movies. Yeah. I know that's so sad. That whole thing. I can't. Yeah. That whole thing oh, is sad. Dying of a broken heart like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like she just couldn't exist. Yeah. Without Carrie Fisher. Oh, I can't. Now that is a mother daughter <clears throat> duo. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, Halloween Town, but there are sometimes other movies that I identify with. Um, so one of the big things too, that was always like, what? I'm waiting for you to bring it up. <laughs> what? We'll see if you bring it up and I'll. Oh, I'll, I don't think, I'll, I don't know where we're going with this, but there were movies that I would identify with Halloween, even though they weren't Halloween movies. Okay. So like. But then I would watch them all year round, but, like, specifically during this time, would I, uh, you know, would I watch that? So, like, um, The Lost Boys. Okay, yeah. Like, vampire movies, things like that, right? right? Yeah. Uh, Lost Boys was a big one. There's The Scandal, You Don't Know When You're Supposed to Watch It, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's what I was waiting for. Okay, yeah. I hate that fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it so much. Loved it until it became like Winnie the Pooh, where like here's why I have a problem with where that it became movie. was so overly like it used to be a cool thing, like that was like another emo kid kind of thing to like it was nightmare a niche before. thing until it was oh, now it's like you know, now I have bedroom slippers and we've lost the mark on it. I hate that movie because a I don't like musicals, I mean, I like some musicals, there's some that I can pass, uh, the South Park movie. This is great. Yes. Um, greatest Showman. Yes. I can't really let that go. But I don't, I just don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I love it. And I don't like Tim Burton that much either. <gasps> I know. He's. Like, I like Sleepy Hollow. I think that might be one of the only ones that I like of his. But he just annoys the living piss out of me because oh, everything's just so drab all the time. <laughs> Sound like Nicolas Cage. What is going on? Is that phone. my phone? Let me see. Because your notifications never shut up. 
You're Sorry, I, this so is important. what happens. Oh yeah, completely important. Um, I just don't I like. Ugh, it's terrible. I forgot. Uh oh. I forgot to email my sister something. I told her I was gonna do that yesterday. Why are you flagging it? <laughs> but I'm gonna take that out. No, you're not. <laughs> Why are you flagging things? Oh stop my god, it. you stop it. You don't want the show to be like editing things? No, stop. I just want to take out things that don't belong in the episode. What? Anyways, back to it. Go the more on. you do that, the more I'm going to go off the rails. Every time I see you hit that, I get annoyed. I can't tell you why. So are there any movies that you identify with as Halloween but might not be Halloween? Um, I do like... Uh, Stop looking at my feet. I'm not. I'm thinking. I do like the uh, animated Sleepy Hollow. Yes. That's a very... Um, probably one of the best Disney... Shorts, I guess, because yes. it's short because it's not like a full length. No, it's, it's like usually, a half hour, I think. It's usually packaged with other yeah, it's shorts. Yeah, that uh, Mr. Toad. Mr. Toad. Yeah. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, or whatever it was called. Yes. I would always skip over Mr. Toad because it was first, and I just watched the Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Headless Horseman. Um, I'm trying to think of what else isn't a Halloween movie, but I would consider Halloween. Or that you would watch during that time. I don't know. I can't hmm. think of any. I would be better prepared if you tell me the topics before. No, I don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> we don't have a ton of other... I used to be a big horror film person. Yeah. Remember, like, I was... Even since we've been together, I was. I've gotten away from that. I love, like, my romances and stuff. Yeah, you're weird. Like, those things. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't want to do it in this episode because it's Halloween-centric. Wait for fucking Valentine's Day <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I love certain things. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't wait to watch that again. Okay, so... So, yeah. So, there, you know, it's interesting. If you wanted to ever make Douglas's day... Oh, the question would be, Jesus. are there movies that you identify with at Halloween that aren't necessarily Halloween movies? I'll even go so far as, I mean, I'm really putting, throwing the net out there, hoping that we get one person responding to this mm -hmm. so that you could be excited. That one person says that anything. That one person <laughs> says anything. I will pay so I will Venmo someone at this point just to make Douglas's day. Um, oh, I'm going to do like one of those like pay things. Like what are they called? Like where you get to talk to uh, an out of work actor. Oh, I don't know. What are, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, a about. cameo? Yes. I'm gonna, but it's going to be Ven. Like Ven yeah, there's people who do it who aren't out of work. Then they're sad. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just kidding. What are, they're doing it to make money. Yeah. Because it isn't like they're doing it for philanthropic it's reasons. It's funny because you could tell the ones that are still working, they don't charge very much. But the people who are like, charge like a ridiculous amount of yeah. money. Who, whose ego is like the size of this room. Who's like, like the people. you want me to spend two minutes making a video for you? Yeah. $9,500. <laughs> That's very funny. What? I just like, for me it isn't. It's not, that's a business. It's yeah. philanthropic. Well, so yeah. I have a right to like to take the piss out of it. Right. Yeah. If you want to charge $500 so that like a teenage child could like speak to you, because that's who's doing it. Yeah. There's definitely certain people that do it. Oh, yeah. Um, then that's fine. I think that's enterprising. But, but I get to be like, that's a silly business. Yeah. You know. 
But somebody's making money off of it. That's what I'm saying. I the business part, but like you know, that isn't like oh, I'm I'm doing a solid for like a sick child. They're yeah they're doing it to make money. Yeah. Yes. They're they're. I mean, it's a legal prostitute. I mean, it's a it's a it's, like an escort a, service. Yes. Yes, it is. I won't call it prostitution unless they're doing some weird shit on the camera. Um, <laughs> that would be like after. What is that? OnlyFans. Speaking about that, see, right? This is what COVID has done to people. I don't even. I don't even know. Like I, I've heard of it. I don't know what the. So the, here we go. Think the, about the depths of it. Is okay. So like I know like anyone can have one like a Facebook, but like you have to pay for it and so, then become a fan of somebody and pay them right or something. Except for the fact that like in the time of COVID, where you these cameo things are happening, these out of work actors or niche people are getting undressed and such yeah. so literally, for that. Literally prostituting themselves for right. whatever. Like Bella Thorne did it, who's a legitimate I don't know who that is. actress. She was on 90210. Oh. She's done some the things. No. Oh, okay. That was... <laughs> well, I don't know who she is. I've never knocked 90210. Oh. I know there was two She's of them. She's a young actress. Okay. And I think she sings... Oh my god, I know I'm getting to an age where I'm like, I know she exists. I know she does stuff. She does stuff. And I'm even older because I haven't even heard of her name before. She's, she's a cute little thing, and good for her, do her or whatever, but like, <sighs> something happened where she went on there, and I think they thought she was going to actually get like really naked, and yeah. I think she only got a little bit naked. I don't know. Something occurred, <laughs> and people are like, that isn't what I signed up for, <laughs> and I'm like, you don't, you signed up for something like that? You get what you get, yeah. right? Like, that's I mean, the risk of that. You get what you get. I mean, do they promise? Like, is there, like, a, a mission statement that they're going to, like, I, I will I don't know. I like, what be. if she said, I'm going to get naked in quotes? quotes. <laughs> right? Then, then that's all subjective. Yeah. Right? So, um, so there's cameo, and then there's... Can we boil this down to, if you can trick people out of their money, you can make a lot of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trick or treat. See, yeah. it all goes back to <laughs> Halloween. If you can trick people out of their money, you yes. can make a lot of money. Okay, sir. So please, uh, you know, for Douglas, his one Halloween wish would be a comment on one of the things. There won't be. I know that'll be. I'll comment. I'll. <gasps> I'll do. My... Nope. I won't tell you. I'm gonna sign up and be pretend to be somebody for you. Yeah, okay. Now, if someone actually does it, you're going to be suspect. You're like, who's this person? I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's this random person. I'm not going to believe any of them. You're going to make up all these accounts just commenting on, a, on everything. They'll be I'll called, be like, like very, like, niche things, like Bus 15, <laughs> Fan 1. Oh, like, my Hello. God. Right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> okay. So, moving on to our next is the rabbit hole. So, for us, the rabbit hole... Uh, this, this, what is it, segment is generally about stuff that, like, we just fall down the rabbit do hole. Do you have one? I was just going to do Halloween in our house oh, okay. in general. Do you have one that's more specific and better? Um, I wouldn't say better, but I definitely fell down the rabbit hole the last couple of days, if of I remember. What? <laughs> For what? Watching the streamers play that, that spooky game. Yeah. Oh, let's. No, let's... we'll do yours first. Uh, okay. Uh, so Halloween, so, always loved Halloween. What are you doing? Something else. No, put the... I have to look up the name of the game. Oh, sorry. See, why do you have to, what are you doing? Like, because you do that all the time. <laughs> 
So, well, because you're not paying attention to I'm paying to attention me. to you. Oh, my God. No, you're not. I'm going to wait. No. I'm going to make everyone wait. Go ahead. I'm going to make everyone wait. Go ahead. So, Halloween uh, has uh-huh. always... I've, I can't stand <laughs> jail. Uh, I've always been endeared to Halloween. Uh-huh. How... I can't. So, even growing up, which I'm surprised about... I shouldn't say surprised, but, like, it makes sense. was, like, Halloween was a thing at our house. So we were always a house uh, because when I was little, we lived in New Jersey before we lived in the woods. So we actually had trick-or-treaters at one point. Um, And so we gave out, my dad liked to give out pennies or rolls of pennies. (laughs) He was that guy? (laughs) People love that. So you have to remember, getting 50 cents back in like the 70s and 80s was a big deal. I don't think that would fly now. But getting like rolls of pennies, like it was enough to go to the corner store. Back in the day, we gave out candy too. Now you'll get death threats if you give out pennies. <laughs> I know. Like, what is this money stuff? What is this? First of all, are you trying to kill kids? He's like, can you Venmo me some yes. pennies? Um. So, so we were Halloween in that way. We didn't. Uh, we decorated. So we had a front yard that they would do the like the cardboard tombstones with like bend over and like all of those kinds of things. We would decorate in that kind of way. They would right. make a spooky graveyard. Yeah. Um, so always was something that we did because it was one of those holidays. You technically didn't have to like our house already looked half. <laughs> no, I'm just, um, it, <laughs> but seriously, but seriously, no. So like, you didn't have to have a lot of money to decorate and stuff, yeah. you know, like you could just do it on the fly and, and have fun with it. Um, I think that's one thing specifically to Halloween. Like any other holiday, you have to really go out and buy things. But Halloween, you just can kind of make up your own. Yeah, shit. you can. Like just, you can make you can make tombstones out of cardboard. That's or, exactly what we did. There was you know, no like anything like yeah, not like us where it's like oh we're gonna go to Spirit of Halloween and drop some cheddar. I remember being a kid, and the Halloween decorations definitely weren't as elaborate as they are now. Uh, they were just things you taped to a wall. But it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> like you could go and get a bag of cobwebs. You had to like. Wait for the a spider old. to make one. <laughs> or like, we used to go use stretch cotton, out cotton bo- balls. Cotton stretch balls, out cotton right? Balls. For sure. Yeah, they've made it. I mean, over time, commercialized. It's and... been pretty much our generation that's like we're yeah. willing to buy this, like, and spend a good amount of money. Right. I've dropped some cheddar at Spirit of Halloween the last couple of years. I noticed. Uh, for Halloween stuff. I mean, we have a fog machine now. Yeah, we do. We have like lights. We have a a projector that projects spooky things. Yes. Um, and, but I do have to say, and I appreciate, we generally do the, uh, uh, Walmart spirit of Halloween, like after Halloween, we go and get the sales for the next year. Right. Um, the only thing that I spent, I think money on was like, oh, was some of the hocus pocus stuff. I was like, I'm not waiting because it's gone. You don't get to sale for that kind of stuff. Hocus pocus is huge again. So we... Growing up, I had that. Then um, we moved up to Pennsylvania. And the first couple of years we were up, we lived in, I mean, really smack dab in the woods. But there, we went on Crestmont Drive, if you remember that. That had enough houses in one area or like one trail, if you will, that you could get some, you could have fun with it. Right. Um, they had a couple houses that gave out full-size candy bars because they had some money. So oh, that was exciting. There was the one that had the heated driveway. And they they would just leave it outside so you could take two full-size candy 
candy bars. They're like, just don't come near our house. Oh, don't touch anything. You little um, hillbilly children. Yes. Usually those gates were closed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there were, so that was really cool. So I remember a couple of years of that. And then I was older. I remember I wanted to go trick-or-treating. We were eighth grade year. was right after my mom passed away. And um, my dad's like, absolutely not. <laughs> we're in mourning. Like, you want to be a child? How dare How you? How dare you? <laughs> You're going to stay home? To your normal life. You want to stay home and be real sad with me? That's what's going to happen. That's your only option. But I do remember Nikki stopped by. Yeah. She was in a cow costume. So adorable. It was very sweet, and she brought me candy. Yeah. That was very nice. But she dropped by. Um, her mom was, like, taking her around yeah. in eighth grade. Oh, so funny. Um... And then that was that for a while. High school, we dressed up in middle school. Like every girl was a baby for like, yeah. and right, like a weird. We uh, all we, had the, the the yeah, pigtails. You remember the pacifier phase? Yeah, we did that outside of Halloween. Ugh. We walked around with pacifiers. Creepy. I know. You know where? So that really started. There was um, one of it was like one of the things that you got when you went to the GDS fair. Yeah. Were like the it was like the long necklaces, and it had you could collect the different like they were like glass or plastic pacifiers, and you would walk around like that to the Carney's delight, where yeah. a bunch of teenage girls sucking on a bunch of pacifiers. When I think about it now, as a thirty-eight, you know, thirty-eight year old woman, adult as a mother. Yeah. That's horrifying. horrifying. I. I'm getting we I'm getting verklempt thinking about that. Now, if it was if it was like normal circumstances and you were doing that and your dad or your mother was like you need to stop, where you'd be like how dare you? I am old enough to know what's right and wrong and they're like obviously you don't. Right. Um yeah, there wasn't any of that happening in my house because I that stuff that uh, Yeah. I don't remember that taking place. I don't know if they weren't paying attention. And then my mom was, yeah. you know, passed away, you know, like during those like years. Cause that was like late middle. That was like eighth grade. Even though I was that age, that was fucking super creepy. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is the matter with all of you? We were literally walking around with yeah. pigtails and. Like you were fucking babies. I was like, you guys are fucking weird. There's a thing about that now. I've seen. It's weird. It's unlike Maury. So we did dress up in middle school. I don't remember us dressing up in high school. I don't remember doing that. Yeah. We would have, I think we would have been allowed to, but I don't remember it. Um, I don't remember if we were too cool. I can't remember specifically. For school then. So that was that. And then Halloween wasn't, believe it or not, was not a big deal in college yet. Like it became like yeah. a huge deal later on with the adult costume kind of thing and all of that. That was before my time anyway. And then I was a parent. So then I got to dress Isabella up, <laughs> which was which was kind of cool. What was your experience? Did you how growing long, up? Yes, like leading up into your adult years. What was Halloween like for you? So, being younger, yeah. Um, what was your favorite costume as a kid? Yeah. Well, when we were kids, they weren't like as elaborate as they are now. Oh, the one year I remember being, well, I don't remember being, there's pictures of me being, like, the Lone Ranger. And yes. <laughs> um, I remember, I think the one year I had that, that really rigid 
Spider-Man mask and <gasps> costume. Which is like, people are willing to pay ridiculous amounts of money. It's crazy. For those. I was Raggedy Ann when you're, there's a picture of my mom yeah. and me. And here I am with that plastic hard... I'm wonder, I was wondering if they it was going to come back this year, like almost as a joke, but yeah. not like they were going to do the hard plastic masks with like the plastic smock. Which is crazy because you would think back then, I can't remember how much it cost because you never paid attention to that stuff when yeah. you were a kid. I can't imagine those things being more than $10. No. There's no way that like, I would have had just one. like, go through this rack, find what character you want to be. You want to be a Smurf? You want to be It was everything. And you it was be literally Skeletor. two pieces. A yeah. hard mask hard and a mask. plastic smock. Right. That's it. No matter what it was. Right. Very easy. One, um, two, three, little box. Yeah, I can't imagine it could have been more than 5 or $8 because my parents would not have paid more than that. But I can't remember specifically the ones that I've had. So then. I... You don't remember Beyond? Now, would the Lone Ranger have been something you were interested in or something they just thought that you that would be cute? I don't know. Like I said, there's only pictures. I don't recall it. Right. It could have been something that you saw right. on TV and were interested in. Like, there's, there's things that I remember starting to be into right. being little, which is crazy to me. Like, how, how far my memory goes back to remembering things. Right. Um, being, like, five, four, five, six liking the A-Team, which is very random, but that was, yeah. you know, something that was on TV that my mother would always watch, or, or Knight Rider, or Airwolf, yeah. or... I didn't watch Airwolf, but A-Team and Knight Rider for sure. Um, so, yeah, and then, I'm trying to remember, this always makes people sad, because I, I still dressed up for school, but it was never like I bought anything for it, I just kind of threw on whatever, and just right. pretended or whatever, and... I kind of stopped the whole Halloween when I was like six or seven, five, six or seven. Around that age, I just stopped Halloween. So school age, literally when you were starting school. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't want to do it anymore. Oh. Only because everybody that we would go trick-or-treating at, it, <laughs> it's weird because it really shows how much I haven't changed. <laughs> right. Because um, every place we had to go into to get candy, they always wanted to hear a joke. Or right. sing a song, or that was a big thing in Napa. I was like, just give me. The I remember fucking on Crestmont Drive, me man, a tap dance and a song you needed. First of all, which would never happen now. Well, sometimes in the neighborhood, not as much anymore. They used to ask you to come in the house. Yes, that was a big thing back there. Right. I don't remember doing that in New Jersey, which would have been earlier than yeah. PA. I remember in PA, they're like, "Come in the house." I'm like, "What is happening right now?" But it was acceptable. I right. mean, it wasn't in a creepy way at all. But it would be like the older, because it was multi generational. A lot of farm families and things like that up in that area where you'd go in. It would be like the older folks were sitting there, and they're like, "Do something for candy," or right. say something. Yeah. Or and I remember some of those old standby families that are from the area being very much a part of it. And that. I just remember being like, I, I don't, uh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, it seems like a lot of work for a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. No return. No return. It wasn't as much. And people are like, it's free candy. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that for free candy. See, you bougie. You just got all the candy you wanted from Murr, probably. <laughs> You're well, like, I don't have to do well, shit Well, that was, a, that was the thing. There was, there was, they would always have candy but there'd be barely any trick-or-treaters so right then you would have that so for me i was like i'm not getting this at home this is some real candy so i was just like I'm... and then later on halloween started to amp back up for me it wasn't you know it slowly built to what it is today which yeah. i like it and i enjoy it but i'm yeah not as nuts as you two oh 
So being a kid, we did the whole yard thing and we also, they dressed me up. So <laughs> I was, I was everything. And so my mom would make costumes. I had an aunt that did like children's clothing. So I had some really like, I was like Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. One of my favorite ones though, which is kind of weird, uh, is <laughs> they had me as a clown the one year. <laughs> so I was already white faced, but they white faced me, which is funny enough. Except for the fact that during that time, that early part of my life in New Jersey, I had, my caretaker was an older black woman, Mamie Nelson. And I hung out with like all like black kids, children of color, right? Before, because I didn't go to preschool or anything. So in to which the period of time I was this clown, um, there was a picture of me dressed up as a clown. I had like red tights on in my sneakers. I had like the big body of a clown and they had stuffed it with newspaper. So I looked roly poly and I had my bright red hair, which they did not have to brighten up at all because I was a ginger. Strangely enough, they didn't make your red hair redder. No, but they white faced me. <laughs> I'm surprised she wasn't like, really? What the fuck? They, so my mom. They like made my face, they white faced me and there's this picture of me all dressed up as a clown with the white face and everything and a bunch of like black kids not dressed in costumes. And it is the weirdest picture ever and one of my favorites. Cause so out of touch was that yeah. and tone deaf, yeah. but it was the eighties. So yeah. there's like a bunch of kids and then there's me white faced, which I don't, at this point it's like even more horrific. Um, dressed up as a clown with a bunch of like kids not dressed up as all at all. Yeah. So I don't even know why I was there under what context that would have been. That would have been crazy. Like, did my mom drop me off that morning, like all suited up and white faced, or in turn did she pick me up, and then I came back to show them I had a costume and they didn't? I don't know. Either way is not good. Either way is not good, but that's that's the picture of me and a bunch of like me white faced and then a bunch of kids. Oh god, I mean, so funny. This is just the way my brain works. But like, would it be like, like your mom dropped you off expecting her to take you trick or treating? No. And then she was just like, no, we're not. No, doing that. I can't imagine. <laughs> we're no. not doing that at all. There's no way that my mom expected Mamie Nelson to take me trick or treating. That would not have been a thing at all. I know um, that my my mom's really good friend, Barb, used to do a big thing on Halloween. I know other families did it. Like, she was a place you went to for dinner before you went trick-or-treating. Yeah. So she would make, like, uh, pasta and meat sauce. Like, something real, like, you know, scoop it in kind of thing. But, like, you always stopped at Barb's to eat. And then there were, like, places, I remember growing up, where you went to that place because they gave out juice boxes. And back then, the ecto-coolers and that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, that was the place where you went for, like where you needed to take a knee and get a break as you, your pillowcase. Cause that was the thing. Everyone had pillowcases of candy. Or I remember by us growing up, some of the, um, fast food places. Yeah. Gave you, yeah. Give out the trick or treating things. The buckets. That, yeah. So that was like, so Halloween was always a really cool time for me. My, my family was in it to win it. <laughs> um, and, and so that was good. So, and then I was an adult and a young mom and, and, and started to do this stuff with is, which we'll, we'll get into in a little bit. So that would be our next segment. Do we want to, um, my rabbit hole. Yeah. We still have 
nine minutes left of this segment. Um, Boop. So, <laughs> I begrudgingly have drug you into a lot of things, as you have me. But recently, and I've, I've dived deep back into watching uh, people stream playing video games. Yeah. Which for a long time I never understood, and I didn't understand why kids did it. But then I figured out that a lot of the time I would rather watch someone play a game than buy the game and play it myself. Right. And a lot of people don't understand, but like if you don't want to spend $60 on a game... You can go on YouTube and watch somebody just play the game. Like, there's a shit. Like, it's the same thing. Right. So, I've I've watched a lot of, like, professional gamers play and stuff like that. But then Isabella finds, like, these very niche streamers that are just very specific to um, to do a lot of charity work. And they, they play games. And they're, like, all friends. And they're... F- so, I think I've seen a couple of them. They're dry. They're, like... Video game people. Yeah. There's something there. There's something special about, and you'll probably get into it about some of these folks. Like they're comedian. Like they're. It lends itself to their gamers, but there's something else about them. Well, that's the one thing you I like. I think you don't get because you never really played games. Um, you do get kind of animated when you play. You get really into it. Which you're like, I don't understand. Like, I have gotten very crazy playing video games. Uh, you're kidding. <laughs> and sometimes that comes off as very comedic if you're just observing it and you can, like, understand what's going on. Right. So, like, there is a group of four guys that play, uh, it's a game called Phasmophobia. And it's essentially a game where you come in as, like, ghost hunters into, like, a map, what they call in the game world, which right. is just the level. And they do, like, a paranormal investigation. They have, you know, temperature meters and uh, night vision and, and just other forms of ghost investigation equipment. And unlike real life, which people are going to be like, ghosts are real. No, they're not. Um, how dare you? How dare I? Um, there's ghosts. In, there's, like, an actual ghost in the level. So a lot of the time, like... And the ghosts can interact with the, the characters and they can kill them. Right. Which just makes it even funnier. So, if you go on, um, the main one that me and is like is Jacksepticeye. He's from he's from Ireland, but he lives in England. Right. Um, Markiplier, which he, I don't know where he plays from. Um, the guy who goes by Lord Minion, who is, his name's Wade is? Oh, she can't hear me. Um, really, you think she's going to pay... She knows this is a Halloween episode at this point. She's like, those MFs. <laughs> and then uh, their friend Bob, which I'm not sure what Bob's... Like, I know I know their names are Wade and Bob, but I don't right. know. They have kind of ridiculous, like... The one guy's Lord Minion 777. Right. And then the other guy's name is Bob, and he's something. Right, it's whatever they started with. Once you get known to switch, right. it would be bad. So they play this game, and it's, like, the funniest... Like, if you ever go on and, like, look at any other. They're always playing together, but each of their streams has their perspective. Right. And a lot of them get very hilarious because there's times where, like, one of them will be in a different part of the house investigating. And the other three will be like, oh, we found something. And they go back to, like, the truck to get equipment. And then they're in the house by themselves. Right. And then they start to experience, like, activity. And, like, they'll be murdered, like, while, while the other three are gone. Right. So, like, the one time um, Mark went back into the house to get the equipment... 
And they're like, oh, he's taking a really long time. And as, like, you find out as you go through the game when things are happening and you're not around each other, the, the uh, radio start to, like, go fuzzy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're like, oh, he's being murdered. So they go to the house and the door is, like, locked. Like, you can't right. get in the house. And all they hear is a really fine, ah! And he, like, him screaming. Right. And then they finally can open the door and he's dead at the bottom of the steps. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's 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 hard to, to explain. But if you go on it and watch it, it's very funny. Because I've, I've even, you've even started to laugh. I started because, to laugh. Because it's very funny. They are. And like I said, there's something special about that group. Yeah. But they're also comedic. Right. Like, these are people, they're, I imagine they're, first of all, they are always yelling. Yeah. Like, I, it took me a while to get used to it. Because I'm always like, why are they constantly yelling at each other? Because that's what gamers do. They just yell the whole time. Yeah. Like, even normal. Yeah. Kind of. They're like, ha, ha. And I'm yeah. like, why? It goes right through me sometimes. But now I think because I've watched enough and it lends itself to what they're doing and stuff, I can deal with it for a longer period of time. <laughs> Playing a game gets emotional. Yeah, you, you get really invested in like what's happening. I mean, truth be told, there are some people who shouldn't play video games who really can't handle it. Right. Like I've seen videos where guys have thrown controllers through plasma yes, tubes. Yes, I TVs saw the and... guy take the whole thing and he was with his friends. I don't even think it was his and they lost something big. Yeah. And he threw it out the bedroom window yeah, like, and they were like, what just happened? Like nothing is that critical. I've never gotten, I've never broken anything. I've, never, I've right. gotten mad, but I've never been like overly mad where I've like thrown a chair through a wall or like yeah. smashed a TV screen. Like, there's nothing that's that critical. Right. Um, but, yeah, that just goes along with that culture is, like, you get very invested and yelly. and. You and Iz have spent an inordinate amount of time during our quarantine week watching <laughs> these videos. And a lot of them I watched over and over again because yes. they're, they're very funny. They're, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so if you have a chance, go I on. I watched a, 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 the video game with you. Was like some sort of assassin or mob guy, and he oh. like yoged his way to killing somebody. He said he was playing Hitman. Yeah, <laughs> Jack the guy he was playing Hitman, and he had a different poses that got him closer to the person, and then like kicked the chick off the thing. But it was like <laughs> it took a couple of minutes. I'm like, I'm watching a guy play a video game. Yeah, and the video game is about him yoga yogaing someone to death. Yeah, like this is a weird kind of. Yeah, he had to get the the person he was gonna kill. Uh, to the yoga spot, which was on the, the side of a cliff. Right. And then as he was, like, yoga-ing, he yeah, was kind of he was pushing like the person. downward-facing dog and, <laughs> and then, then would, like, she... get her. And then he pulled a 300. He kicked her off the side of the Yes. And, and she was like, like ah. It got to a point I wasn't paying attention. Like, I don't understand it because I don't watch enough. But you're like, oh, I know what's going to happen with this. I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh. He murdered her. He yoga her to death. Or he went through an entire town and murdered people with newspapers. Right. Like, I, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he cleared the whole map of, like, it was, like, 60 people and, like, murdered. Like, yeah. 60 people with newspapers. So, next segment is? Well, no, let's go back about 30 seconds in time. Do we have to? Yes. <laughs> Yes, let's go back, because I lived it. I want everyone else to have to live it as well. Well, I don't know his, his, the proper pronunciation. I couldn't figure out how to say it. So Doug is comes in, because now she's scrambling to eat. She's starving to death, clearly, because we're in the kitchen. And Doug asks is what the name, the gamer tags, yeah. right? Yeah. The word, the gamer tags are for the ones he couldn't remember. So Iz says that one of them is called musky scrum and then of course Doug is like bah! 
yeah, of course it is. And then he's like, that's the last thing you want to hear is a 60-year-old girl saying that. I'm like, first of all, you asked, so that's what happens. And <laughs> but that wasn't even the right name. It wasn't even. She's like, it ends with an E-N-S. And I'm like, how is that that word? And then she's like, what is it? And then Doug is like, ha, ha, ha. And then she's like, I'm going to look it up. And I'm like, please don't. <laughs> and that's what I had to live with in between our segments. You're welcome. Every time. Every time. So the next segment is parenting. So uh, Halloween for Iz was so much fun when she yeah. was little. We did the in the first couple of years. She was a pumpkin. She was Elmo, which was great because that was the, the year that she was Elmo for Halloween and had an Elmo birthday party. Yeah. Right? Like that was like the Elmo year. And then... Um, Started to have, like, really cool costumes for a couple of years, different things. We started dressing up outside of Halloween. She had, like, a lot of, because of Comic-Con and different things, we went through, like, a couple of cool years. Uh, and I say, I preface that because then Iz decided she was old enough she was going to start picking stuff for herself. And then immediately became lame. <laughs> But somehow still we spent an inordinate amount of money and then... On her lameness. On the lame costumes. The one that, like... What? Surprised me not chiming in. Like, the one that... Like, I always had so many cool ideas for her. And then she would be like, ew, no. I don't want to do that. So then, when she was in middle school and then had, like, friends... Remember when that happened? We were so surprised she got friends. Remember? Stop being mean. I'm not, but like she, that's not being mean. That's who she was as a person. She's the first one to tell you that she didn't necessarily like kids her own age. Her best friend was her grandma. Yeah. So when, when Soupy passed away, she was forced to have to make friends with people her own age instead of like a 60 year old woman. Yeah. Um, and she got friends, believe it or not. That was the part that is a little bit mean that I was surprised that she could pull that off. I thought it was too late for her, but clearly... You're late, never too late. Late bloomer. She was able to make friends. Okay, calm down, Douglas. <laughs> it's never too late. Okay, I get it. After school special. Um, the more you know. <laughs> yes. So late bloomer is started to have friends, and then I don't know how it happened. She, we somehow... Oh, Izzy Sweets. Yeah. We started off with Izzy Sweets. We... She won in uh, a contest the one year um, for branding for her little nonprofit. And we decided to have a Halloween hangout party yep. and have like people come and, and that kind of started us off. Wow, that was a goodly amount of years ago then. Mm-hmm. And then with her friends, she started having her her friends come over for Halloween. And they were young enough that they were trick-or-treating yeah. together as a group for like a little bit. Just, we have a street over that was busy for a couple of years. That was, like, a, a way that, like, you know. Yeah. We started decorating outside more. All of a sudden, you know, we were purchasing fog machines and, like, <laughs> decorating outside with, like, yeah. candles and all sorts of stuff and, and having a good time. Uh, we did, so, so Douglas finally started getting into it. We did an It-themed Halloween so, Probably my favorite year. Yes. So we put up the missing posters. Mm-hmm. We had the like yellow raincoat 
the red balloon. And the yellow raincoat hanging on the tree out front. Yeah. And we had the red balloon just kind of there. Right. Just kind of like ominously just there so that when people walked by although we shared that picture and my sister was like is there really a missing child in your neighborhood and we're like oh my goodness um (laughs) at least it was convincing (laughs) clearly was convincing but what was your favorite part of that year oh my god so i had the best idea ever (laughs) so through technology they've made amazing feats one of my favorite one is Bluetooth speakers. Yes. So I had the great idea to take a Bluetooth speaker, put it inside a sandwich bag, cover it in leaves, put it up by the sidewalk, download uh, scary noises to my phone, and scare the fucking bejesus out of anybody who walked by. Yes. And, and we was, had it no like we had we the did, like we had the we had I had a bunch of Pennywise yes. sound bites. Mixed in with other things. Yeah. The rule was you can't scare super little kids. But I did sometimes. A couple times they would be mixed in with the older kids or whatever. <laughs> and he would do it. And That's they what would, Halloween's about. They would like be screaming their heads off. Because we would just be like sitting there, like not paying attention. We just look like and then like something would happen and they would like freak out. And personally my proudest moment was the next year when somebody was like, Oh, this is the it house. I'm like <laughs> Yes, it is. So one year we had, so we had friends come over. Yeah. Friends would come in, stop by. We would have pizza and and snacks and stuff. Then Iz was like, here we are at the Halloween house now, I have to say. Like, people are like, oh, you're doing your thing and whatever. Iz is like, I don't want to be here. I want to go to someone else's (laughs) lame party. Yeah. We're like, bite me. Like, this is what I'm saying. This kid grows up and, like, we're the house where you can hang out and do stuff. She's like, that's terrible. I'm going to go to a party where, like, no one is having fun and they have, like, one bowl of chips amongst them. Meanwhile, we're, like, snacks all over the place and yeah. stuff. It, children will rebel regardless. Yeah. She rebels against something awesome to go do something lame. But whatever. So, um... And drama-filled, might I Oh, yes. That was, like, a big drama-filled, like, you know, middle school thing, of course. You have to experience that, I guess. Uh, even though we had karaoke here the one year, yeah. right? And Douglas did such a dad oh, thing. Oh, I did. They were getting loud. Oh, it was, it was getting awesome. towards the end. And the parents the were even here. A lot of the, like, a couple of the parents were in the kitchen or whatever. Douglas went in and just, like, ripped the cord out of the karaoke machine. Because it was getting towards the time where we said we were going to be done. Right. And, like, they were just being needlessly loud <laughs> for no reason at all. The kid was just, like, screaming into the microphone. <laughs> and I went in and I just, like, picked up the cord and just, like, yoink. And I was like, done. We're done. <laughs> and everyone. Everybody, shh. <laughs> all the parents were laughing, Start laughing in the kitchen. Because it was, like, that, like like record scratch like everyone was like what is happening right now the kid was just like yelling into the he does he was he's just like "Ah, ah, ah." he wasn't even singing wasn't trying to like perform or or have fun he was just "Ah, ah, ah." and i was like all right enough oh jesus goodness so funny so we had a, a couple of good years of that yeah it, it was a good time. Was it was it Halloween when all the kids came over, or was that after Halloween? No, that was... Which one? The latest one? No. When there was a bunch of kids here, they came over. Was it, was it Halloween? I'm trying to remember. When the bunch of kids came in and all they wanted to do was look at our magnets. No, that was it. for theater. That, that was, was when Iz asked she wanted to have a party at the house, yeah. and I was like, 
I know a good time with like parties. And they were like. <laughs> we cleaned out our freezer. That's what it was. <laughs> they painted posters for like the theater thing they were yeah. going to be in. But like, and here she is at, she was 16 already. Yeah. Um, And it was so funny because I was like, wow, this is way different than what kind of party I would have attended at 16. Yeah. Oh, they had all. They were so excited about all the snacks we had. It was just all like frozen food yeah. tid, tidbits. We like to call it. Yeah, it's one of our words. So it's like pizza rolls and. But like they bombed in the house, and for some reason, and I don't know why, they all gravitated towards all the magnets on our fridge. You bougie. No, it wasn't about being bougie. It's just that it, I don't know why they even thought to like that's all. That's the first thing they went for. Like, I don't is know. Tell them, oh, we have all these magnets on the fridge. I have it, no idea. It was just a very but weird they were like dance. we didn't realize what was happening at first, and then we came in the kitchen at some point. I don't know if you said or I said it. We're like, what is happening? Because we stopped buying or like when we go places. Yeah. You could buy all the tchotchkes and stuff. And like I said, I, I get that, and I know what you're explaining, but I mean, that yeah. does have nothing to do with me being bougie. I just right. didn't you're understand. Like, why would they want to? Because all uh, the magnets. Because the mass of them, like right. a little herd of, of I know cattle, that. just went right for the fridge and stared at it for like an hour. Right. But once they got there, you could understand why they were staring at yeah. the, the refrigerators because we have magnets for all the places we've gone. Yes. And that's why I just. And it. Well, I. I because Iz was like. <laughs> Look at all the places I've got. I'd be like, can you not do that with your... Little... You're going to go to the basement. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Because, like I said, remember, <laughs> because, you know, she lives in both worlds. So for a very long time, we struggled. Right. Even after we got out of, like, the worst of it, we still struggled. So a good part of her early years, she was part of, like, daycare centers that did subsidized daycare, the after-school programs with other poor kids. Kids living in poverty, right? Struggle. Their parents are struggling. Good kids. Oh, my goodness. Such good kids. Yeah. Um, and and so that was the life that she lived. But once Dougie and I got serious, you know, he I was able to grow in my career. Douglas makes pretty good money for this area. And so together as a household, we do pretty well for our area right. and so we've been able to experience things life our lives changed a little bit when we became one household in regards to the things that we're able to do and i think the things that we prioritize for right right um we decided not to be homeowners right right those kinds of things we wanted a different kind of life we wanted to go on some adventures and do those things so when you look at our refrigerator, when you put it in one place, it looks like a whole hell of a lot, right? right? Especially, right. I mean, some of it is just day trip stuff, which we're yeah. going to get into and things like that. But we also went on a really grand adventure yeah. over to Europe. And so there's magnets. So once the kids started that, and it's like, oh, and we went here and here. And I'm like, is please don't do, like, right. you have to be careful of your power and your story, right? right? But the kids were like, you went to all of these places. And then they just stared at the magnets right. for an inordinate amount of time. It definitely puts things into perspective. Yeah. So at that point, they had me. So I literally fed them all the food in our house. <laughs> all of so that was the second part of it, right? Was here we are, and we made some snacks. Yeah. It was like pizza rolls, like different. We literally cleaned out our freezer. We had like chips and different things like that. And they were like, what is happening right now? Just like this food out there? Like, you're not Junk like. Junk food, have it. Yeah. So they went through it. 
And they were, I could tell, like, kids were like, so I was like, are you guys still hungry? Yeah. So I went in and cleaned out. Like, they had every snack. Yeah. Like, we just gave, and they were like, this is the best. Can we live here? <laughs> we want to live here with you. Like, this house is so cool. And this is like, ugh. It's like, ugh, you guys, so you don't even know how annoying they are. You know, like, that's so, it's all about perspective. So Halloween has been like that a couple of years. Yeah. So the one year we have friends that come and hang out, sit on porch with us as we hand out candy, was keeping track of how many kids, a couple of hundred kids would we see trick-or-treating. It's grown each year. Yeah. We have our lights on, like we we do it up. We want, you know, we, we're welcoming. Um, so uh, uh, not last year, it would have been the year before, or maybe even two years ago, right? Life is just so crazy. Did we have a... a, a a neighborhood Michael Myers. <laughs> so it started off, we see this guy walk around the neighborhood with a Michael Myers mask, like full outfit. Full, full outfit, yeah. Just walking around, not saying anything to anybody. Yeah. So I'm like, this is going to either be a lot of fun tonight or end really badly. <laughs> so at one point, and then he recognized that we were outside and having a good time. Yeah. So... <laughs> At one point, he was, like, sitting on the brick wall further down, and he would just stare at our group, yeah. right? At one point, he peeked from our from between our bushes. Yeah. Remember that? And we were like, what the <clears throat> end? Well, the first time, the first time he made himself known, it was, like, typical scary Halloween scene where right. at the top of our, our road, there's just the street light. Right. And he's just standing in the middle of the street light <laughs> with... The Michael Myers and like it wasn't like a real knife. It was right. one of those oversized fake knives, yeah. but it was still scary. Right. And we're looking up. We're like, man, ah. somebody's gonna die tonight. <laughs> we're like, it's the purge. Um, it's happening. So, and we were like, haha, funny in the beginning, but then he was like showing up because yeah. he clearly saw that we were out and stuff. So he showed up through the whole night through the point into which we started cleaning up, yeah. and he was like hanging around. And I'm like, am I gonna have to like? punch somebody is that gonna happen so fast forward to the winter yeah we had a big snowstorm yes and cars were getting stuck on our street like nobody's business right a lot of that had to do with the bad weather and also the amount of ball tires people are willing to to drive on in our area right um so there was one that was pretty stuck in our alleyway right which is bad news for a lot of folks because that's where people park so a lot of the ways that the houses are set up is that the parking is behind. And that's what those the, a lot of our alleyways in the area encompass that that kind of parking. So you can't just leave someone stranded in the end of the alley. So we had a bunch of people out trying to help them get out. They had groceries and little kids. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. So this uh, older gentleman was part of the group, came out, he was helping us. Yeah. And like at the end of it. Yeah, when we finally got them out. What what happens? It was so good. He goes, oh, how did he put it? Oh, that's right. He goes, he goes, he helps us get the, the people out. And then he goes, I'm Michael Myers. And it didn't <laughs> register because we were like after Christmas. Right, and like yeah. New Year. And like, and like, we're like, what? He's like, I was dressed up as Michael Myers for Halloween. And we're like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> okay. I was like, dude, that was awesome. Because I remember at one point I even went on YouTube and got the Halloween theme. Yes. And played it over the Bluetooth speaker while he was walking while around. While he was walking around. <laughs> so we got to actually meet him. 
there were a couple times where like we didn't know what he was and then when we first moved into this house seven years ago someone left us vegetables on our back porch yeah. remember and i was like someone's trying to poison us yeah it's like someone's not happy that we're moving in this house and they're trying to kill us with cabbage then we found out it was the it was the neighbor that was, had like a little garden yeah stop it it was a neighbor um oh my can you imagine if they were here now still oh, they would not be able to handle it anyway for a while though that neighbor after he left was like walking around here still like yeah i don't know what that was about i don't know either but he's gone i haven't seen him i saw him not too long ago oh really yeah huh because i know they live over taylor i think oh anyway but yeah he was, I was like over there and he was walking Gotcha. I was like, oh, he's still kicking. Around here, though? No. Or over there? I told you over in Taylor. I was, I was seeing him around here, oh, which I thought here. was oh. weird. Right, yes. That is um, weird. So we ha- <laughs> we've had a couple of good years of Halloween. I'm having a struggle. We'll get to that, but I'm struggling a little bit with, with what we're landing on this year. Yeah. So <clears throat> off to our next segment, which is married life. Yes. So Douglas let me live a dream of mine last year for Halloween. Do you know what this is? Yes. Okay. So I haven't dressed up in years. Yeah. Not since I was a kid. Right. I, it was like I said, uh, Halloween at college was not really a thing yet. At least I wasn't celebrating it in that way. There might've been a party, but I don't, I definitely didn't dress up. I don't even remember going to, I think I would feel like I would remember a Halloween party, but I also remember Mary Pat back then. Maybe I don't remember a Halloween party that I might've been at. And then I was a mom, and then that was that. And then even when Iz was little, you know, with me, like, struggling with my size and stuff, I never dressed up for Halloween. So after my weight loss surgery, I'm feeling myself. It's my first Halloween, and I'm like, go big or go home. So I get my Winifred Sanderson costume, wig, outfit, the whole thing. But the funniest thing... About getting that costume when we actually decided to go and get it. Right. Is we went to the store yes. to get it. And the opposite had happened. Oh, yes. Where there was more plus, plus size, size costumes. costumes. They had, so for years, part of the struggle for me was I didn't feel comfortable, never want to put myself out there. The yeah. other is it was hard to find plus size costumes. Right. Everything was like sexy nurse, sexy, and, and that's fine. And even, you know... All shapes and sizes could take part in that, except they didn't even offer it. Right. So you couldn't even be a plus-size sexy nurse if you wanted to. Right. You would have to, like, go online. It would be, like, a bazillion dollars. Not all places would have sizes. So it was just not something that a lot of people did. Right. Right? So all of a sudden, and I've noticed that in other stores, too, where, like, I had a hard time finding plus-size clothes that fit, like, that were on trend. Yeah. Unless you were going to those special stores I would go to and spend an inordinate amount of money. Like at Torrid, I would be like $80 for a plus size David Bowie t-shirt or, right? All of a sudden. So I get my weight loss surgery. I'm like, I'm finally going to feel myself and go. There's plus size costumes for everyone in all different amazing ways. We had to go digging for the the one for your size. The regular sized one. (laughs) Are you kidding me? But I finally got it. And I was so excited. So I got dressed up. And at that point, besides trick-or-treating or Halloween, right. there was no reason for me to get that. We right. had no plans. We, we're not like the couple that like goes to like Halloween part, like those right. kind of things. But 
I found out that there was going to be this ho- like adult Halloween party up at Montage Mountain. Yeah. So I was like, can we go? I- I've never been to an adult Halloween party. I just I just want to go. I don't care if we're not there a long time. Just let me dress up as Winifred Sanderson. Let Dress up as Winifred Sanderson and go. I'm going to be so cool when I get there. I'm excited. So Douglas, thankfully, decides to go. You dressed up as, which was uh, so perfectly Douglas. <laughs> Peter B. Parker from um, another Spider-Verse. Right. Explain what that is. It's, it's uh, Peter Parker from a different universe that's, uh, divorced from MJ, overweight, <laughs> gets to the universe where Miles Morales is, doesn't really have a whole costume, so he has, like, this military jacket on and, like, a boot and a sneaker. And... <laughs> it was so very Douglas. He yeah. got to wear sweatpants. I got to wear sweatpants. Yeah. And just be comfortable. Yeah. Right? It wasn't, yeah. like, overly complicated. Right. Um, and it wasn't that bad. So yeah. it was right up Dougie's alley. Yeah. It, it worked. And people... So I... I'm like feeling myself. I'm like I'm Winifred Sanderson. I my fa- I look like Bette Midler. I've got the teeth without even having to put false ones in. I've got the little buck teeth. I am feeling myself. The minute I walk in, is that they're not a son of a bitchin' three guys dressed up with six feet tall of Winifred Sanderson, like strutting around all three of them. I was incensed. Incensed. Someone had to steal my thunder. I mean, I knew there was going to be an opportunity. If it was three women, I would have been okay with it. The fact that three guys sashayed in and were all dressed up and they were just like snapping away, looking gorgeous. It made me so angry with high heels. Like I was angry. So I was like walking around like a little nasty sprite. Just it's right you to rip your wig off and just be all pissy all night. Slap him in the face with it. <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> and then of course, like now I'm just one of like I'm like the ugly stepsister, Winifred Sanderson. People are like, Oh, I love your costume to Douglas, who like five minutes did he like put his thing together. It was one comment and it was because it was wearing the shirt. I'm sure they had no idea. Lies. So you your mood improved though. Yes, it very much did. Because so, we ran into. Go ahead. It was so exciting. <laughs> um, so, love Elton John. Love Harry Styles. And so, Elton John has a very iconic costume yes. that he wears, which is that glittery baseball outfit. Whew, amazing. We had loved the movie Rocket Man, which, like, that played a big factor. It was so very exciting. So we were like perusing around, and some costumes were amazing, yeah. weren't they? Uh-huh. Like, like people took it very seriously. They There's were there. also a Freddie Mercury. Oh, Freddie Mercury. There was uh, from Atlantis. I took pictures. Yeah. There were like some really cool costumes that people were in it to win it, and up at Montage, people just didn't dial it in. People yeah. were in there, and it was exciting. And there was a dance floor, so I was like dancing. I dialed it in. Yeah. Douglas dialed it in. But he, you went with me, so that was all the appreciation that we had. We actually hung out, not hung out, but, like, we went to that fire and sat down and we're hanging out with, like, weirdo people. It was a good time. Um, <laughs> but then I saw the Elton John, which also reminded me of Harry Styles. 
looking amazing with the baseball glittery and he was there clearly with his partner yeah so i was just like geeking out the whole time just like watching him and finally i was like i need a picture with him i'm just gonna do it i'm never gonna see him again it doesn't make a difference so i went up and was like I adore you and everything you stand for. Can I have a picture? And he was so nice about it. Yeah. And his partner took the picture and I was my mood a hundred percent. Yeah. So very excited. It was perfect. That angel man made my <laughs> evening. Was so very excited. And I got to attend my very first adult <laughs> costume party. Yes. Which is, like, something, you know, that is so me that I never got a chance to do. Yes. Just, like, a murder mystery, like, oh, sign me up for that kind of stuff. Well, hopefully once they get COVID. Ah, lies. Ah. It's never going to happen. All right, calm down. So, the next. The next. Is our outside world. So, I brought up last week that we wanted to get to this. It's one of the things that we haven't been able to get to. Yes. Where we... Uh, talk about some of the adventures that we've gone on. And I kind of set up the story for that based off what my parents did and how that kind of endears me to them and those things that they did. So for our very first one, I wanted to break down our trip to Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yeah. Yay, right? I thought that would be fun Um, that we would talk about our trip. So why don't you – so this is – Uh, atypical for us in this way day trips we would do a little bit last minute and especially how this starts is is so very atypical of of anything yeah the whole that's why the whole weekend i think was so very special so if you want to set the scene douglas so i work nights and i get home i generally am laying in bed and sometimes i can go right to sleep so usually in bed about quarter after five in the morning and uh I knew you had wanted to do something, and because of business play, we couldn't go to Salem, which is what we wanted to do. Yeah. We had a trip. I mean, not just like a thought in the sky. Oh, we, we had, had the hotel planned. We reservations. Had, yeah, we we had, had the whole thing. The whole thing planned out. Um, but since Isabella had her play that she had to be a part of, <clears throat> I was trying to think of something to do because I, I knew it was important that we did something because there were so many years we didn't get to do stuff. Right. Um, and I don't know why... Oh, I was playing that um, movie game. Um, it was like they show you like a like a oversimplified image, and you had to like guess what movie it was. So sure. like, ship and an iceberg, Titanic. Yeah. So so on and so forth. <clears throat> so I got to the part in the game where it shows like a pumpkin and an axe. I think it was, and it was Sleepy Hollow, and my brain just went. Ding. And I literally went on Google Maps because I wasn't sure how far Sleepy Hollow was from us. I knew it was closer than Salem. Because we had talked about it a very obscure, general way. Like, like, oh, that would be cool. Like a long time ago. Right, but that could have been in wherever. Like, yeah. You know. And, like, I was like, oh, it's only it's only a two-hour drive. It's, like, the same drive to your sister's house. I was like, well, we can do that. So then I was just kind of waiting, kind of, like, doing a little research and finding out what we could do. Um, and... You had woken up, and it was a Friday. I think it was, it was a Friday. It was a Friday. So it was like quarter after seven. It was a Friday, and I just want to set the stage. We had plans for Friday evening. We were having dinner at Murr's house. Yeah. For, like, birthday stuff. Yeah. It's late. It's halfway through October, yeah. late October. Right. 
birthday stuff that evening. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you had woken up, and I said, I want to go on a trip. And you're like, okay, where are we going? I said, Sleepy Hollow. And your eyes just lit up. I was like, <laughs> and it's only two hours away. And you're like, but where, where are we going to stay? I was like, staying at a hotel. It's close. So you got very excited. That instantly, like, improved your day because yes. we were kind of – you know, dreading going into the season because it's it's always something during this time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always something we have to worry about or stress about. Um, so we had decided that after our dinner that night, we were just going to go mm-hmm. to Sleepy Hollow. Which is so, so atypical. of I can't say it anymore how atypical of Douglas. Right. The first one to, like, say we should do it. Right. And then start planning it. Right. And knowing we had also something else planned. So to do two things in one day, huge for Douglas. Yeah. That's crazy. It's also because it was my first day off. If you'd have gotten yeah. me on a third day off, I'd be like, no, I'm not doing anything. I'm staying in bed. Leave me right. Um, so we had agreed upon a time we would depart our dinner. Yeah. Um, in order to get there and then spend a little bit of time in town before we had to just drive back to the hotel because it was like, it was across the bridge. Right. Because there was a bridge. Not There the, was not, no way getting... Not, not the bridge. It right. was a bridge. A bridge. There was no way we were getting a spot in Sleepy Hollow. Right. Which I didn't realize how cool it was until we got there, but, like, I figured as much, right? Yeah. It's a touristy kind of place, so right. there was no way. So I didn't even care if it was, like, 20 miles. But we want, It wasn't even something like that. It was yeah. literally over the bridge. Yeah. So... A bridge, not yeah, the a, bridge. Not a bridge, not the bridge. Um, so you you come off a bridge, not the bridge. Yes. And you go into a town called Terrytown, yeah, which is right before Sleepy Hollow, and then you drive into Sleepy Hollow, and it's almost surreal. Yes. Because you drive into the town, and it's literally a sign that looks like it was probably always decorated for Halloween. Yes. That says "Welcome to Sleepy Hollow," and you're like, "Holy shit, we're in Sleepy Hollow." <laughs> um. And it was night, and shit was lit up. Yeah, yeah. And they, there was, it was like, like people. It was like their time of year. Yes. Yeah. They were living, it was like all those movies and things that you see, like I always make fun of, like Pretty Little Liars, like it always looks dressed. Yeah. It looked dressed. Yeah. Like it looked like a movie, like it was alive and vibrant, but it yeah. looked like a movie because they had like all of the little tropes right. that go with that. So, um, unfortunately, because of the time that we decided to do it, we couldn't do it a lot of the, the bigger things. Like, Correct. They have something called a pumpkin blaze. Right. Which is like a display that you get to walk through that's just all these displays of carved pumpkins that right. looks pretty awesome. It's yeah. like all these sculptures that are carved out of pumpkins and just... We got to do the haunted thing, which I didn't tell... We didn't tell Iz about. Right. Because we didn't... Iz want, didn't want her to shit her pants. She's never, ever once gone with us to a haunted thing. No. Never, ever once a part of. So a lot of that Dougie and I have just done our, ourselves over the years. Right. Um, some of our trips, um, you know, where we've gone to haunted houses and, and have had those pretty cool experiences, but all without is. Right. So this year we were like, we're not telling her, but we're doing it. Right. And we had a fantastic time. Yeah. She loved it. Yeah. On the premise of Sleepy Hollow, it's just how you sell it, right? So we were like, it's going to be about, like, Sleepy Hollow. So she was willing to take that chance. And uh, I was I was excited because I thought maybe there would be a little bit more than, than just a plaque saying, hey, this is where the bridge was. Right. Because there's no, 
there's no remnant of the bridge. Right. It's like an intersection now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure, I mean, there's a stream going through, but, like, it's a five-way intersection. Right. Now. The stream goes underneath the road. Sure. Like, there's no way to, but there's just a plaque that says, hey, the bridge was here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that they were talking about. And then, of course, the church on the hill. Yes. And uh, the next day when we went in, which is very strange because it wasn't even like we planned it that way, but, like, there was some kind of, like, festival happening in the graveyard. So, right. So, let's... So, there was a couple things that we were able to do. The haunted walkthrough. Right. That is That was planned. And right. they had, like, people dressed up and stuff. And, and of course, was, was based around the Headless Horseman. Right. So, that was really good. The next day... We had a couple of cool experiences. Yeah. We checked out some antique stores and mm-hmm. stuff, and they had a lot of the Sleepy Hollow kind of stuff, which was great. They had the school, which was like Sleepy Hollow High School yeah, or and whatever. They're, and they're, we took a bunch of pictures. Their mascots, the Headless Horseman. <laughs> right. Like, how awesome is that? How cool is I would that? Be, I'd be going to every pep rally. Right. <laughs> so, like, it was very, like, you might as well lean into it. Right. It's t- right for, for what it is for that town. Yeah. So, that was really cool. We went up to the. Um, the house of Irving. Yeah, Washington Irving. Yes, Washington Irving. Thank you. Um, the author of, of the OG story. Mm-hmm. And so they had someone doing the retelling that looked just like Ichabod Crane yep. with that voice and inflection. And we love history kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had good food there. And so we got to spend some time on the grounds there, um, which was which was fantastic. They had a witness tree, yes. like all of that, which was really cool. So we weren't... We uh, we went back into town. We were kind of traversing back and forth all over the place. We kind yeah. of mapped those kind of things out a little bit, wanted to hit some of the highlights. And so there was an opportunity to go where Washington Irving was buried. Mm-hmm. So that was our premise for going there. Right. We didn't realize no. how amazing this is. Yeah. I think this is so smart and fantastic. Right. Is for a nominal fee. Uh, in partnership with, now I don't know if they do this all year round or maybe just October, who, like, so smart, with yeah. the Historical Society. Yeah, the Hudson Valley Historical Society. And, yeah. and, and uh, obviously the cemetery, which is a, a existing, a, you know, re, like, real cemetery. It's not, like, propped up, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, is, do they have a, a market with a beer garden? And, and, you know, for a nominal fee to get in and then places to donate all over. They have like stuff that you could purchase all over the place. And then what was, what happened? Like, it was so cool. I can't even. (laughs) The Headless Horseman rode rode through the cemetery. Just like. Just like walking through. Walking and you could stop and take pictures. Like a Headless Horseman just chilling while you're drinking your beer. And there's like, what a, you know, and I know. People are like, really? And I'm like, uh, see, I feel differently about yeah. it. Some people are like, it's a hollowed ground, a hollowed space. I yeah. think about it like, what is a better way to to celebrate people? Right. Uh, with respect, obviously. Right. Yeah. Nothing like, but like, is, is to have people around and right. that a cemetery is being taken care of, mm-hmm. right? We've seen so many older cemeteries. And I'm sure a lot of those, well, not a lot, but I'm sure 
money goes towards the cemetery for upkeep and stuff. Well, it does. The Historical Society said that that was part of, like, their, like, little block. They're big about respect of the cemetery. They don't, like, play around. Right. There's certain spots, I think, maybe that are more modern where there's people, like, they kind of stay away from those. But the oldest part and the older part was, like, a farmer's market, like, and and a way for people, like, you could purchase stuff from the Historical Society where the money would go back in to their society and to the cemetery for upkeep. There were people there, and I thought that was, what a wonderful use of green space. Right. Why... You know, I think there's a way to respect the dead. Right. Um, I think that's the best way to respect the dead is right. by bringing life to it, yeah. right? Right. You know, as opposed to a sad cemetery, I think of Great Towers, right? There's a cemetery there with a the family that, like, because no one was able to take care of it because yeah. it takes so much money, it has gone to waste at this point. Right. What a wonderful way to keep this alive by using tourism to do that. I thought it was fantastic. Right. The Headless Horseman was legit. Yeah. It was... It was, I loved... It's one of my favorite memories. We've yeah. gone on bigger adventures or and smaller ones We where we had well thought out or well planned that you know in a weekend where generally we could have gotten you know if we had planned it out or or where we've done something last minute but got to do more i think it was like the perfect amount i think it also has to do with expectations we went we went in with knowing we were going to do a couple things but we were open to do other things because tickets were gone for stuff right so we didn't expect a lot we were just excited to be able to go there and experience halloween if you will right and it's so smart of them because I know a lot of places, <clears throat> Scran, yeah. that embrace that that thing. Like right. Sleepy Hollow, Headless Horseman. That's how you bring people in and spend money in your town. Right. Like, if you have a thing, why not embrace it and exploit it? Right. Like, as silly as it is to sound, like Scranton in the heyday of the office, yeah. But really, was that the heyday of the office when... A certain people were in charge of government and right. and didn't take advantage of people just wanting to come here just because this is where the yeah. office took place. And it still is iconic. I think we still can. At this point, I think it's even more nostalgic. Yeah. We have a local business owner that decided to paint a Dwight Schrute mural on the side of their business. Right. People are coming from all over because, right... They're like, if we're going to be stuck in the house, we might as well be stuck in a car and go out, like on a car ride. Right. And making pilgrimage to this this mural on the side of their the building just for the sake of it. Right. Driving from like states away and yeah. three and four just to be like, we got to experience this in this really weird time. Right. And take pictures with it. Like, and I just how don't cool understand how, and I'm not smart enough to figure it out, but there has to be a way to use that. To bring people in to spend money in the city and right, it just seems like so much, so much. Uh, what do I want to say? Uh, opportunity. Mm-hmm. So much opportunity could be used um, in that regard. Yeah. Um, being that that took place here, mm-hmm. and yeah, not necessarily <laughs> a lot of the stuff that they say was here was here but a lot of it is yeah uh for sure uh, we, don't have, we never had a chilies no but the, you know <laughs> why oh i can't see <laughs> we were going on such a good positive I kind know. of thing you can't Dang even help yourself i can't down uh, wah, wah. Wah, wah. you're the worst i know i'm the worst <laughs>
It was such a positive thing, I and know. you just couldn't. What? What is it? You I don't just know. Can't I just help. felt. I just felt the positivity and need to bring it down. <laughs> I, a, a I saw it. you're like, ew. This is. This I'm, is too much. This is. Crazy. I'm being too positive. Gross. Glass is half empty. So we had such a good time. Yeah. To the point that this. Uh, we have a friend Jay, our tattoo artist. I yeah. love saying that. That's very exciting. <laughs> our friend Jay, yeah. And uh, who's into whose wedding we can't go to this weekend yeah. because of quarantine. I'm so upset. I had a friggin' vintage party dress that was going to expose the beautiful arm piece that he has been creating for me. And the party dress is just sitting upstairs sadly. Huh. I'm sorry. I do feel bad. Ugh. I can't for so many reasons. I want to be a part of that. They're going to have an amazing, knowing that they're going to have an amazing kick-ass wedding. It's yeah. going to be like legit, and here we are not being able to go. I'm sorry. Ugh. Anyways. Anyways. Any who's. Any who's. So, so that is that. And and the reason I bring Jay up is because they went this year. They're like, yeah. we wanted to do something. Yeah. You know, and that a lot of that stuff is outside. Mm -hmm. So, like, it, it gives you that opportunity to, like, be able to find ways to do things, right? right. And so that lends itself to that. And so um, I'm, I can't wait to when we go back. I get to go back the day before you go back. Jerk. I scheduled it. So Dougie's going in for his next round of tattoos. Yeah. And I had my first round. I was going in for a second for the coloring. And I picked the day before Dougie so that I would my tattoo would be finished even before he got his. I can't. Oh, my God. You're so clever. Jay was complicit in it as well. So that's fine. Oh, I'll, so punish, I, I'll punish him. <laughs> so I wanted to ask. I'm excited because I wanted. I purposely didn't ask you to ask him, but I want to find out how it was. Yeah. I'm excited. So I'll mess. I'll message him later because I want to, to at least say good luck. Yeah. Congratulations. Ugh, so upset. I can't. Yeah. I'm gonna be real upset. So Sleepy Hollow was amazing. Yeah. It was fantastic and amazing. So um, as we kind of try and figure out what our new uh, or a structure, if you will, loose right. structure is going to be, we tried to do the food thing. We didn't land on yeah. it. It wasn't. Eh. Um, like I said, it's very nichey. That would be right. its like own thing. So before you continue, yeah, um, I think this is gonna wait because we only have fifteen minutes. So we're gonna keep in our two hours. Yeah, but it's part of. I understand that, but I have another idea. Okay. I'm gonna ask you: Has there ever been an experience with the supernatural that you've had? Okay. Ooh. Yes. That you've experienced something that you can't explain logically. Or otherwise. The only reason why I say it is because I, I, I feel like this, I'm not prepared enough gotcha. to, to, to do this. So we can explain what it okay, is. We so, might not do so it. So the idea is that we're going to well, oh, go, on. go through interesting topics and say Reddit. Yeah. Or some other. Well, uh, we Reddit found type. out, which I found out individually, we were listening to a podcast today. Right. 
And they were talking about this subreddit kind of thing. And I'm like, I'm a part of that. And Douglas goes, I'm on it too. And I had no idea that we're both like... like Reading the same Reddit? Reading like Reddit stuff. So I was like, yeah. oh, that would actually be cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that, right? right? You live with someone every day. I didn't know that you were doing so, that. So like if you're ever bored, like just go on Reddit. And just I look mean, up random even, shit. Even on uh, Instagram. They have Instagrams where they just pick the best stories or the best Right, responses. and it can get you like into stuff. Because yeah, sometimes there's a lot to wade through and right. so people like get turned off by that right. but they'll have like 10 best or 10 and it gets you into like the ones that have a lot of good comments right. or so before i would listen to the podcast i said it would be a good idea but i feel like i'm not prepared enough to sure. to talk about stuff this time okay um but we'll we'll try i'll try and be more prepared so that we're going to try that segment right. so that's another thing for all the comments you leave us please let us know what with segments you like yes <laughs> we're not gonna get anything no. that's great so anyways um, back to do you have anything par- i know i i have one i know you do but do you have one like a well so douglas always yeah. talked to us about what are those little things called orbs yes yes about orbs because yeah. you're like a gettysburg person yes love gettysburg and which is what my story is about right so i won't so he would talk to us about like orbs <clears throat> being like a significant thing or whatever. Yeah. So Doug was at work one night. Yeah. And Iz and I were here in the kitchen. And I understand <laughs> the one comment I don't want from someone is to tell me what orbs are. I know dust and light and shit. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> what we saw that night in this kitchen was not dust and light. I'm telling you that right now. Is and I, we took pictures of it. Of course, you were like, that's not what it was, because you were so angry you weren't here. It was a spider. It was not. I saw it. It was a spider. It was not a spider. It was a clear spider. <laughs> no. Yes. A clear spider. A clear spider. I hate you. I know. It was not. It was moving all over the kitchen, and we have, like, we had pictures of it. Is and I, we couldn't. It was not in any sort of, it was so weird that night. Um, it was really cool. I thought I experienced something different. If it was because of like whatever, it was a cool moment. And I'm sorry you weren't here and you don't just get to discount it because you weren't here with us. Got it. It was a spider. It was a really amazing moment that you weren't here for. So there. Sorry. How about that? I also think our bathroom is haunted, but that's an aside. It's it's not haunted. You just don't like the way it's I hate that bathroom. It's haunted. <laughs> That's a we talked about it before. It's just I don't know why it's a passing thought in this area for a bathroom. It's like, oh, there's an extra closet over there that we can't really fit anything in. Put a toilet in a shower. Yeah. And not even a shower, a tub. And just kind of cram it together. Yeah, we, we made people listen through that already, but our bathroom is haunted. Alright, your turn. Maybe by my ghost poops. <laughs> no. So, one of the very first trips to Gettysburg, I loved one ghost tour. We went on that ghost tour. And, unfortunately, the guy that I had the first time was the best. Like, I liked the other people who had given the ghost tours, but this guy was, like, the best. Because right. he had, the, like, the ambiance and the detail. and Sure. Um, he took us over to Gettysburg College and talked about Blue Boy. Right. Which, you know, just a quick thing. Kid died in the snow. College girls had an experience up on the third floor that a boy was sitting on their window ledge. And when they, like, went over to see if he was there, it was just kind of like an ambiance of a boy, like yeah. blue kind of haze or Sure. Whatever. An outline, like right. enough to tell what it was. So we get over to the clock tower, and he tells us this story about 
kind of like a Romeo and Juliet story. The parents didn't want them together, blah, sure. blah, blah. And he said that they had like, a suicide pact, that they were going to both time to the t- top of the clock tower. And they are going to jump off together. If they weren't going to be together in life, they'd be together in death. Right. So he said, as typical guys do, girl jumps. He goes back down and lives the rest of his life. So the story goes that the girl is at the top of the clock tower, and every once in a while she'll woo a guy up and then convince him to jump off. Right. And he's like, if you don't believe me, he's like, Google suicides at Gettysburg Clock Tower. You'll see that there was a number over the years that people have jumped off the clock tower. Men. So as we're looking up at the clock tower... He's talking about it. And then he goes, he's like, and every once in a while, and I don't know if this is like a trope, if it was like a setup. You never know. Right. I'm always very... Skeptical. But it still still made the hairs on the back of my neck. Yes, that's the best part. Then they're doing their job. So you look up, and it's like tall enough that you can see like that that arch, Mm -hmm. like above the clock tower where the bell would be. Right. And we're standing there, and we're looking up at the clock tower. And as he's talking, he's like, they say every once in a while, if you look up, you can see her dress blowing in the wind. And wouldn't you know it, you can see, like, something up there blowing in the wind. Like, a white, like, white-ish cloth something is up there waving. And we're all like... Do you see that? So it isn't just you. Yeah. Oh, that's like, even scarier when there's right when you're around people you don't know and you go to the person next and you, to you have that same experience. Do you see that? Yes. Like, yeah. Do you see that? Right. And literally, the guy had a video camera, and I was like, "Can you zoom in on that as close as you can?" And he did, and you can only see as much as we can see. Right. So, like, literally, like we're all just staring at it, and he's like, "Yep, that's her." Next <laughs> we're like, stop. We're like. Right. So again, I don't know if it's like a thing they do that to make it like a little bit more like Yeah. But he was he was a great But that's what you want. That's the whole purpose of it. People are like, well, if it's fake, I don't give a shit. Honestly, at the end of the day, you give me that little thrill, then you have done your job. And the thing was if there's someone waving something up there and you you didn't see that part of it and they're able to say behind that curtain, thank you. Take my money. And the thing was we I've gone on probably half a dozen ghost tours, the same ghost tour, right? half a dozen times. They've never told that story again, and we've never gone past the bell tower. Right. We got and talked about the blue boy, and then we've gone off to another direction. Sure. That was the only time I've ever heard that story. And every time we've gone there, I've looked up at the bell tower and never seen it again. Right. But it was fucking crazy. That's awesome. See? That's a good experience. Regardless yeah. of what the setup was, yeah. I think if, if you can sell it and it yeah. seems genuine... Yeah. When we were in Jamestown, we went to the Lucille Ball, uh, the cemetery where Lucy was buried. Right. There was that other, remember that one in the glass case? Yes. That made me freaked out. Yeah. I don't even know why. Yeah. Just that young girl had died before she was married, like before she got married or after she got married. And so in no way is it really her body, but it's a statue and they've encased it in glass. Yeah. It has eyes, and it, it freaks follow, you out. It follows you. And it follows you like one of those, like, Scooby-Doo things. We know whatever that is. That was in the middle of the day, but that shit 
freaked me out yeah. in an exciting way. Right. Like, she's never going to be forgotten now. This young girl that really died in real life yeah. is never going to be forgotten. Right. So cool. I thought that was fantastic. It's always cool when we go to those places and we, we know we're going for one thing, but then we find stuff like that. We knew we were going for Lucy. We had no idea. There was like all of this. We didn't even get to go through all of the stuff. Right. We love cemeteries. Yeah. Gettysburg. Like, we love looking at that. And we it, explored even our local one and found all sorts of, like, weird little nuances mm-hmm. and stories of people and 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 things of that nature, mm-hmm. you know, that, that are a a part of that right. you know yeah there was a young girl that did i talk about this already i don't think i, I did. don't me no i don't think you did i think you talked about it somewhere though where did i talk about it because i remember you talking about is well if it's a repeat it's worth a repeat right okay um wow we're getting to that age we're have to really <laughs> write it down um that as part of the yeah did we talk it feels like we did. I feel like we did. But so, it's okay. Yeah. Just that a, a part of Cathedral Cemetery. Which is only like three blocks from our house. And which is where we walk in the time yeah. of COVID, especially now. That's like our walking <coughs> trail. Yeah. I do like my zombies run and zombie walk, which I haven't done in a while. I have to get going with that. And yeah. I have to run for Ruth, too. I've got a lot of running that I have to do. Have fun. Thanks. Um, <laughs> that we were up there and... One of the uh, empty place at the table is an exhibit uh, that sh- that commemorates, if you will, uh, women uh, and children that have lost their lives due to domestic violence. Mm-hmm. So that is usually there's an exhibit. October is uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so that's usually where you see that exhibit travel and do different things. Clearly, that wasn't happening this year, um, but last year they they had it out on exhibit and i went to see it and discovered that there had been a young girl that had lost her life to a domestic violence situation who had attended west granton high school mm-hmm. so i had gone and told is about it and we were just like oh my god like oh like oh my goodness that it just speaks to you when it's something like that that could be anybody's daughter going to West Granton High School finds herself and thinking she's in love and it and it ends in in this domestic violence incident that took her life young um and so we were walking doing one of our walks and and we had discovered that she was there um and she is buried there so is has taken upon herself uh you know in a very un is like way that she often goes there and will spend time there or bring little things flowers that we have or different things um and uh it came up this year uh that they were uh instead of they were kind of doing like a virtual exhibit where they were sharing some of the stories that's right you're talking about for empty place at the table yes and and it came up and it Mm. you know and i was like is you know like it was it's here and and at the same time, I had explained on Facebook and had said, you know, that when hers came up, you know, that we visit and that it speaks to us and, yeah. you know, for, for what it's worth. And not realizing it, but the family saw our comments and they they liked them and I, I guess, you know, had reached out to the WRC in some way or whatever. Um, and so I'd actually seen my 
my friends from the WRC, we were kind of ships in the night passing and had brought that up and, and they, you know, and had said that that means a lot to people, you know, yeah. that, that we care. So it was very sweet. Um, it would, her birthday would have been October 20th. Yeah. So is, you know, is had brought flowers before, but brought like a little hummingbird and put it there. And I was glad cause is would leave trinkets or whatever, but now the family knows it's not like a creepy thing. Right. right? I was yeah. like, you don't think of it that way. And I'm like, Oh my right. goodness, if they're visiting and active there, they're probably like, what the heck. Right? right. Um, so that they know at least it's a kindness and not anything weird. Right. Um, so that was, you know, all of those things are important, how important cemeteries could be and, and, you know, remembering loved ones and having those, those moments. We were talking about it even today where, um, just before we end, um, is, you know, what Halloween's supposed to be, right? right? Is All Hallows Eve, uh, the idea of commemorating those that have, that have left us and right. have gone to another world. I know we had celebrated, if you will, um, the loss of your gram and, mm -hmm. and you had done a, a beautiful post about that and today would be 25 years that my mom passed away mm -hmm. uh which is crazy to me because it seems like yesterday and and today you know all at the same time and another lifetime ago right so we had purchased some things i'm excited that we're going to put out this year as much as we celebrate halloween i think i like the idea of also celebrate like what it what the intentions of it are right and so uh we'll be able to do that this year pay a little homage right. to to what it actually all means at the at the end of the day and i think the crappy thing about a lot of the current culture is it's death is so morose right when i would think the people who have passed on would rather us remember their life and enjoy the fact that we had time with them than the fact that they're gone and just be sad about it. Yeah. I um, have a cabinet in the front room that is just pictures and small trinkets and things of the women that were so very important to us in our lives mm -hmm. and our lives uh, and, and you know, what they mean to us. And I look at that. I could be really sad about it, but generally when I go over there it it makes me feel good I was so lucky to have all of those people in my lives you know they've touched our lives at you know at one point or another um so really at the end of the day it's Halloween is amazing yeah for all of all of the adventures we've been able to go on to go to and the things that we've done and come together as a family I think that was like the real first holiday we celebrated like right. like enjoying it and and getting into it um, and, and we do it up and it stinks that this year is kind of weird. I don't, we're still not landing on a week out if we're going to th be throwing candy at kids or what. So right. we'll have to give you an update. <laughs> Throw candy at kids. <laughs> Just like smarties. Throw a treat. Go long. Go long. Little, I don't know what we're going to do. Slingshot. <gasps> don't. Candy cannon. A dart. Blow dart. Blow, Blow dart. Blow smarty. Knocking kids out. I don't know what we're going to do. So we're going to be decorating tomorrow a little bit. I don't know what we're going to land on. We'll have to give you the update with that. Yeah. Douglas, guess what? You're my friend.